Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right. What it do? Actually, I was uh, I was just working and I figured I'd do a little show. Just out of the inspiration of it. I know I don't do shows all the time and I don't really exactly advertise them. I used to do that. I used to advertise try to push my stuff out there, you know, it's tough, it's tough, from the way that I can tell, basically what it seems like is that if you already have the set foundation of friends who generally either like you or want something from you, then, um, like if I had, like, huge taste or something, (laughs) You know how it goes. Yeah, nobody can bullshit anybody. That's how it is, really, you know. Everybody's kind of like in the user mentality. Heck, that's what companies call us, right? Users. Or uh, bottom feeders if you're a rich billionaire. In any sense, yeah, no, uh, I used to try to push my stuff, but you know, it's weird. It's so weird. I used to figure that people would be happy to support each other. <clears throat> but no, you know, and this isn't me moping at all. I'm far beyond that point. You know, uh, actually what it is, is I tried to start a movement way back when. And uh, to me, it seemed logical, practical, and beneficial for everybody. It really broke my heart because everybody seemed to find excuses why not to, you know. And m- many people didn't understand the concept of it. It was only a three-step program. Very simple. Very logical. I, I drew it out. I created uh, videos for it, explaining the thing. It just seemed like common sense to me. But maybe that's my Libra mentality. In any sense, uh, and it costs nothing, too, you know. In any sense, yeah, no. I, I What I had learned from that was that the psychology of astrology is very predominant and real. And the psychology of astrology, as in the cyclical nature of the logic in a zodiac chart, when you... Empathize with each sign and each perspective from each. You find yourself going in that uh, circle, and it is a circle. It's a cycle, and you could keep spinning around it forever. And every single time, you would have a blind spot. You would have an excuse for something, and you would have um, a hard choice to make. You'd also have all kinds of other stuff, too, you know, per sign, uh, per um, angle. And it's always, always infinite, unless you center yourself. 
which nobody wants to do, and I can't even really do myself, so who's to blame anybody, right? Nobody listens to blame, and I barely do. That's to be a invitation to empathy. So in this shout-out, I'd like to give a shout-out to my brother's girlfriend, Jenica, who just did a speech, a vegan speech, uh, vegan and and uh, also connecting Mexicans and Latinas and Latinos around the Bay Area in a invitation to empathize. It was very deep. Uh, I didn't hear the speech, but... I read the, the document and it was um, powerful, very powerful. Well, I got some. Uh, I got a new song for you, actually, and um, well, it's got a lot of meaning into it too. A very deep one. I'm. Uh, I only uploaded the rough draft actually because, well, the. Uh, the finished product was way too loud. It was too hardcore for this this upload. <laughs> I tried, you know, I listened to it and it was like really, really extremely loud. But no, it's a, this rough draft is pretty good. And uh, yeah, I'm actually really, really proud of it. I'm really amazed. Um, there's a <clears throat> there's a few things in it, mind you. So it's not totally perfect, but I hope you enjoy. Oh, by the way, uh, before I forget to mention... This show is explicit. If you are under the age of 18, please get the fuck on out of here. Thank you. This message is brought to you by... Kabuna, 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 Kabuna. Kabuna. It's pronounced Kapu. Kuna and Kapu. In Hawaiian, it refers to the ancient way, the ancient law of nature that's written into nature. It's divine, it's holy, and it's forbidden to break. Be 
I slept right on all them bitches, gay. Look, it's not you, it's nothing special. I mean, when it's monkey see, monkey do, hey, what's the difference if I slept right on all of them? What's the difference? What is life? Life is about compromise and realizing you can't always get what you want. Now you can always get what you want without compromise with the new Quattro Pizza from Little Caesars. With two slices each of cheese, pepperoni, sausage and pepperoni, and sausage and bruschetta, it's four tasty pizzas in one, all for just seven bucks. Take that compromise. How's it feel to get literally everything you want in one large Quattro Pizza, hot and ready every day from four to eight at Little Caesars? Hmm? Pizza, 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 pizza. Participating locations for a limited time plus tax. Prices higher in Alaska and Hawaii. Yes. Oh, I love that beat. I love that beat. That I, that beat actually came. It time traveled, far from the past, and it traveled very far too. Actually, my beat maker, which is uh, an awesome guy that I found randomly, um, I found one of his songs on YouTube. That I trailed it to his site. Um, but his site did not have any song like that that I liked. Um, well, anyways, I covered, I did a cover over it, uh, and then I, I contacted him to let him know, of course. And, um, yeah, yeah, awesome guy. JK on the track. And he's, his website is, uh, jkonthetrack.com. And he's cool. He's got such good talent. And I have no idea how in the heck he managed to do hyphy beats, which is a West Coast thing, when he's on the East Coast. I mean, maybe he's from the West. I don't know. But he doesn't sound like it from his uh, his, his slang and from his words. Um, but yeah, no, it's really funny because, uh, well, his... His icon for his his company and his uh, establishment is Anubis, right? And you can kind of hear the somewhat Egyptian style undertone in his music, and uh, especially with the the drums, yeah. But it was it was hilarious when he found his old beats. I was like, oh my god, Anubis. 
is telling me they found and discovered the secret archives. <laughs> the ancient, ar lost, forgotten archives of the hyphy beats. And he had uh, 20 or so hyphy beats. Uh, he, he, uh, after I had uh, bought the license for one of his songs, because I had to. It was such a good beat. It was an awesome beat. I had to have it. And, um, well, he was so grateful about it that he he shot over to me the extra 20 that he just randomly found. You know, it's funny how the universe works like that, right? And the thing is, is that what it was, was he had given me the WAV file for the beat prior in good faith that I would pay him, you know? And, uh, you know, if I, if I would have screwed him over, which like anybody could have, right? Then I would have never gotten, you know, just in the perfect timing too. uh, you know, the gift of him giving me the other beats. So it's funny how it works like that. You know, it's like, um, when we humble ourselves and when we do what's, what's right, you know, and, uh, and give forth and and keep our word and stuff, then things come true for us, you know? In beautiful ways too. Miracles really. And uh I think that's a huge thing is when it comes down to is um <clears throat> we forget to look at our moments and our instances and think to ourselves like how can I what action can I take in this moment that would be a miracle for me to do? You know, a lot of people think that miracles have to be like, oh, some huge crazy thing. But really, actually, some of the most simplest actions and simplest things are very much miracles. Things that are against our mechanical nature, definitely. Like fears. Things that are uh, courage, courage. An act of courage is a miracle. An act of uh, blind faith is a miracle. And it's hard a lot of times, right? That's why. That's why it's important, too. We can see that in the easiness and the, the, the ease of... Um, falling into blame game scenarios and fear-based mentalities. And we're always susceptible. I, I would know. I've, I've, I've uh, had my share, sadly. And every time I feel the shame, and it's important, I believe it's very important to face the full shame of anything, so that way we learn from it. Whenever we don't face the shames of things... And we deny the, the shames of things. Well then, what happens is we get caught in this situation, this mental construct, to where we get aggressive in our denials. I'm sure anybody that's had a relationship can relate to that. <laughs> but um, there's also another side to it too. Because equally as much, sometimes we take on to us the socially implemented dialogues and, and rules and, and make-believe um, ideologies from others. And we believe those rules as, quote-unquote, 
real or practical when they're really not. So it's also important to not take in the rules of others if it doesn't seem to vibe with you. Now, of course, sometimes things can just naturally seem to vibe with you because, you know, because you've always been on the, the imposing side of the fence, let's say, right? So in that sense, of course, you know, uh, in your life, you might never think to think that, that, that the rule itself is a fallacy, which is fine, of course. It does suck, and it can cause suffering. Let me give you an example. And I've seen this many times through the past two years. Funny thing is, I had never noticed it at all, ever, in society or anything, until uh, the past two years, and until it was uh, me, actually until I humbled myself to see that I was doing that. And then I saw others do that. And what it was is, as you probably know, if you're in any spiritual groups or spiritual uh, bonds, friends and stuff, and talk about these kind of things, or watch YouTube, spiritual stuff, there's this whole ideology. um, I believe they call it I am you or you, you, you are me pushed out, right? Uh, Aaron, uh, I forget his last name, you know, the really uh, pretty boy uh, dude on YouTube who does the spiritual talks, talks a lot about um, Dolores Cannon. Smart guy, yeah, you know. Um, he actually did a really good cover of this topic. And what it is, is, you see, a lot of times we... Take the ideology of, oh, we're all mirrors, right? And it gets funky with that. And, of course, if you're on the uh, winning side, then it's all good and dandy for you, right? And the people that you hurt, you don't really empathize with. I'm not saying that um, this situation happened recently, but it got close with one of my other friends and... uh, you know, on his fair side, I might have been a little bit rude to him. But also on the side of logic, I cannot let that stand. I think it's a civil duty that we all have to stand for the truth. If there is a lie or illusion or a discrepancy, well, those lies and illusions and discrepancies can hurt anybody. Simple things can end up killing people, you know? Simple, small things can end up killing people. That's how it is, you know? So, in our effort to have a healthy, sociable community, we have to be brave enough to debate anything, stand up for the truth that we know, and speak up. And no excuses there, too. The excuses end up being the thing of evil, right? Because excuses are based off fears and blames. So we can't have that.
<clears throat> now, that's actually the entire thing that I'm getting at. Is that the nature of a lot of the whole mirror game thing. Yeah, Tyler, meow meow. Oh, let me feed my cat real quick. Oh, you have food. <laughs> the, the whole mirror thing is blame, basically, and not taking any responsibility. Which is, um, it's, you know, I'm just going to say it like it is. It's immature. It's immature. I mean, to be mature is to take on responsibility. And the more mature you are, the more responsibility you take from the exterior world. You can see this in everybody, in human nature, right? I mean, isn't that the whole thing about um, leadership of any kind, really? You know, there are some things that really just take people of strong character that we can trust. Sadly, nowadays, it's more of a show, you know, of uh, I'm sure of what it used to be. I'm sure that the uh, whole thing was that the noble were called noble for a reason. And people like that became kings and such became kings because of noble actions and noble deeds. These kinds of virtues were very important and still are. It's just that I think mankind has kind of forgot about it. That you know, it's a uh, we've forgotten how important these things are. People nowadays think leadership is about power or leading people or followers. It's not it at all. I believe that leadership, in at least our age, it should come from all of us. Everybody should be the leader. And what I mean by that is you're taking initiative. What is a leader? A leader is the person who is first to take action, bravely. It's a very Aries nature kind of thing. But it doesn't have to be Aries, right? Because the Aries can be too uh, challenging of others to make the patient moves that the, that the bull would make. The bull might be able to have that strength to carry forward where the where Aries may not. Or the bull might not have the communication to cross certain bridges that Gemini would have. And so on and so on. So it's not so much just about Aries, but the initial taking of action is important. Because what's the foremost nature of fear as it impacts us? Lack of taking action. Actually, this show, I want to talk about identity more so. And, uh, let's start 
started off with a tale. When I was a kid, I was really young. Really young, super young. This was when my mom was still sane, so <laughs> since that changed my life when I was seven, I must have been at least six, or at most six. Well, you know, we used to go to the beach a lot back in Maui. Kihei. I grew up in Kihei. With uh, beaches like Kamaole. Yeah, anyways, we were we were down by one of our favorite secret little beaches. And, you know, of course, you know, it's beautiful Hawaii. So, you know, uh, I was just out running around and having fun like a kid, you know, on the beach. And I went for a swim. And the water pulled me in way too fast because uh, we were in a cove-like area, right? You know, so the water's coming in through a, a, a small area, you know, maybe like four feet, you know, of space in between. And, uh, yeah, well, the water was rushing back out, and it pulled me. And I hit my head on the rock, and I, I lost consciousness. I have no idea for how long, but I, all I know is uh, I woke up. I was a kid, you know, I was like six years old. And I was deep underwater in the ocean. It was strange, I don't know. I, I, I can't say that I was scared in that, uh, in that, it was more so like a, a, the pain of um, not being able to breathe because I was taking in water in my lungs, you know. I, I swam to the top, barely having energy to do that, you know, because there's water in my lungs. And when I got to the top, which was really hard to do, I started really struggling coughing up the water. It's really hard to do because, you you know, your head is up and your body's going down. Anyways, uh, somehow I, I I didn't die, and I looked to the shore, and it was way far out there. It was barely a speck on the horizon. I was a little kid, of course, so you know. But you know, I, I would I would guess I was at least a mile out, at least. Oh, that was when I was scared. <laughs> Being deep under the water, though, that was comfortable for some weird reason. Like, not super comfortable because I was drowning, but, like, um, the fear wasn't there. And until I got to the top, yeah. And I started swimming back. Now, if you know anything about current, there's a breaking point to where the waters are, are actually pulling you farther out right you know and that's where I was at so yeah um, I was swimming against the current the current was pulling me back out into nothingness into the deep deep blue and and I was just swimming forever seemed like still coughing everything losing energy really struggling and it seemed like forever and I just kept swimming and uh, 
the shore got closer and closer and closer. And when I finally made it, you know, I crawled up on the shore, my hands and knees coughing, and I just started crying. And I looked up at my mom and my brother, and you know, my mom was just playing with my brother. He was like really, really young, you know, maybe like four at the time. And they were obviously having a good time, you know, and just trusting me that I was fine. Of course. And my mom gets up and says, okay, Sean, it's time to go. I was broken. That really broke me. Because I thought that I would have been missed or worried about, you know. And I was so broken that I didn't tell anybody. Not till years later. But I, yeah, I kept that to myself. That became a huge part of what I believed to be my identity. Right? Why? Well, the reason why is because it gave me an anchor, as ironic as it sounds, as punny as it sounds, it gave me an anchor to see how my impact was from an exterior point of view. Now, of course, right, you might think like, oh, well, shouldn't care what other people think or uh, have to depend on others and all this bunch of bullshit that a lot of people think that really makes no practical sense and everybody's hypocrites of as they claim opposite. But we are sociable creatures. And that's what humanity is all about. If you know your Edgar Casey your Edgar Casey readings. I would suggest looking up the ancient Atlantean times. Uh, even prior, actually. Look to how man was created and why. Good study. In any sense, if you heard my song, right, at the end I mentioned... A funny thing, really funny, sounded really obnoxious, right? I say, I swipe right for all these bitches. Hey, if it's monkey see, monkey do, what's the difference? Well, I added on in my uh, remastered part, in my remastered version. You see, if you don't have identity... How are you going to love yourself? And how are you going to have identity if all you are is the copy and the copying of other people's rules, of other people's values, of other people's ideas of what is right or wrong, or virtues that aren't even true virtues, mind you. Now, I want to make a clear difference, right? A real, true virtue comes from the heart. It has to do with love. 
a false virtue would be something like racism. That's a that's a false virtue. That's not even a virtue. That's a rule and a statement and a suggestion, right? Things like the whole uh, IMU pushed out mirror concept. Well, you know, that sounds exactly like something that uh, only the people who do not want to practice their free will and who blame the world and who say, I am just a a uh, creation of the world's mechanical nature and there is no free will. That's what that's what that person is saying, the whole mirror concept. That is to 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 say that whole I am you pushed out and oh you know I'm just your reflection. Well actually those are the same people that say like oh you gotta love yourself before anybody else will love you. Now you see those are weak people because I have the power to love anybody the fuck I want. They don't, right? They can only love people who love themselves. Wow, that's very mechanical. I have the power to love anybody I want. Weird, right? I think people forgot about that. I mean, I believe everybody has that power, but hey, you know. If they don't want to claim it, maybe they don't. Maybe they don't have that ability. Who knows? It's uh, not a fun thing as I look out onto the world and I see people stuck in this blame game loop of hatred and faking, faking awareness, faking love, faking connection while they disconnect and cause more suffering and needlessly, most of the time totally needlessly, um, hurting others when there is simple solutions every time, really. Simple solutions like giving somebody a hug or just apologizing or, or, or being sincere, uh, talking to somebody heart to heart. Those are simple things. Impossible things, though, from the ego, right? Impossible from the ego. The ego is full of the excuses and the reasonings and all the made-up constructs that don't allow for those kinds of things like sincerity, authenticity. Nowadays, the idea of authenticity means to have the perfect commercial voice and have your whole charisma speak through you as you've been taught by people who have found out the secret to speaking like a commercial person. Yeah, that's the idea of authenticity to people nowadays. That's horrible. That's horrible. That's not authentic. You know, authentic means that if you're hurt by something, you let it show. If you're angry at something, you express that. If you love somebody, you express that. Authentic means expression of what you truly feel. Now, of course, always have patience with it. Because a lot of times we react in our emotions by what we think, not the thoughts. Thoughts are not always true. 
but luckily our heart tells us if it's true or not. This is the thing about a mystic. And this is why I am a mystic. And I, I keep explaining these things. And just as any mystic does and always has explained these things throughout time, um, they're very rarely understood uh, because people are in denial of these simple aspects. So, you know, as every mystic does, we try to explain it the best we can, many times uh, repeating ourselves, and end up calling other people hypocrites. And sadly, uh, we are hypocrites, too. Um, but the difference is that we face our shit, feel it, suffer it, and try to move past it. And the thing is, is that the heart is the way. That doesn't just mean meditate into your heart. No, it's, it's the way in every situation. You can look at any situation that you're ever in, and you can see and find the truth just by your thoughts reflecting off your heart and your heart reflecting off your thoughts and then meditating in a very practical sense of just being aware of it and realizing it and then seeking the irony in the moment now here's how it goes your thoughts think something like hey this person hates me that's what your thoughts say right and your heart says Ow. What that means is your thoughts are wrong and that person does not hate you. You think I'm full of shit. Well, hmm. I dare you to try every single time to log it. Take note every single time. Because you will find that, ironically, if a person hated you and you knew it, for a fact, and you were very fully aware of them hating you, you wouldn't care. Right? Duh. <laughs> that's how it is, and that's how it goes, and that's how it is every time. But we want to say, no, 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 that can't be. That can't be all every time. Actually, you know, actually, uh, sometimes... On the path to oneness, things are a little bit more simple, as it would be. Simpler and simpler. So, you know, I mean, I'm sure, like, if anybody's listening to this, I, I, if, you, uh, if you heard me and you understood, there's a good chance you'll forget and you won't remember it. <laughs> and you'll try to explain it to somebody and it won't carry you know it, it won't hold and the reason for that is because it's knowledge being told it's not the same as wisdom wisdom is from the experience and that happens through generally through suffering but mostly let's look at it let's look at it as more like uh, humbling oneself to oneself in one's hypocrisy that's a clear way to put it. 
Yeah, I think the scene practiced that. You know, I got a song that I did a long time ago. Uh, actually, it's a singing one. I don't know if I've ever played it for you guys, but I uh, I loaded it up here a while back. I'm not sure I must have played it once or twice, but it's um, it's an emotional one. Actually, I made it for my brother because well, I was sad. I was really sad, and. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's kind of, <laughs> it's weird because I'm trying to sing in it. So, you know, just, you know, don't, don't hate too much, but I hope you like it. Cheers.
See me now, see me go. Bye, ego. Bye, ego. Bye. Bye, ego. Bye, ego. Bye. Yeah. See me now. See me then. See me now. See me go. Bye. Bye, ego. Maintaining your lawn the right way this fall starts with Lowe's because Lowe's has the grass seed and fertilizer perfect for your growing area and the know-how to help you do it right and a great savings like up to $15 off select Scott's grass seed and save $5 on a 12 and a half pound bag of Scott's Turf Builder Winter Guard Fall Lawn Food now $14.97 for all your fall projects do it right for less start with Lowe's valid through 10-2 selection and availability vary by location U.S. only